Sorry for the delay. No worries, as long as you made it safely. So, should we make our exit? Yes. Loading departure plan C, forced exit. Subroutine 1920 online. Inserting logic array. Security disengaged. All systems go. Whoa, what are you doing? Your ship doesn't have orders to launch. system was just changed. Huh. What a clever bunch they are. They would have been better off leaving things alone. Now our exit's gonna be a bit messier. It might get rough, so hang on. We really have no alternative, do we? Because the fact is, the time has come for us to move forward. Main cannon, prepare to fire! Target, primary gate! Welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed podcast. My name is Jeremy. I'm Tyler. My name is Zach. And hey, we did it. We're at one of my favorite episodes. I'm afraid I might have hyped it up too much, honestly, but it's episode 40 slash episode 42, depending on what version you're watching, Lacus Strikes. It's where Lacus learns some sweet martial arts moves. Yeah, she trains with Batman and becomes Batgirl. Would she be Batgirl? I feel like... She, I feel Only like lesbians she... can be Batwoman, so... No, I feel like she would create her own identity, though. She'd, she'd go off in a Nightwing direction. Was what, Nightingale? No, I'm thinking... The I'm, Seagull. Songbird. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Seagull? Why Seagull? Well, after her, her dad. Her last name. Oh, yeah. oh God. Her, her now fallen. Well, now that her dad's dead, she can. Most of her parents are dead now, so she can be a Batman character. <laughs> I guess Harper Rowe only has one parent dead and one in jail. And, well, Barbara Gordon only has one parent dead. Yeah, I don't, no one knows what happened to Barbara's mom. No one can decide. Did she even have a mom? We don't know. Probably. For, for the longest time, she was Commissioner Gordon's niece. And then they decided, no, that's lame. Let's make her his daughter. But they didn't consider how to get a mom in there. Now she has an evil brother, so that's good. James Gordon <laughs> Jr. Wait, when did that happen? About 2010. Okay. So actually quite a while ago. Is yeah, she but recently still Oracle? Comics. No, she's Batgirl again. They they fixed paralysis of the leg, Zach, so now she can go Batgirling. Okay. Although it seemed like she's probably more useful as Oracle. And they have Alfred doing that. And Alfred's pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a Batman podcast, though, despite my best attempts. Although, Batman in a giant bat mech. That, well, look, it's happened before. It's been good sometimes. Less often than you think. Spider-Man Literally. got one in Japan. Leopardon. I'm sure I've told you this story, but you know that the reason the Power Rangers have giant robots is because when uh, they did a Spider-Man show, he was a superhero, so he had a giant robot, obviously. obviously. So then when they made it Super Sentai, they had to keep giant robots. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. It's all Stan Lee's fault? Yeah, well, because didn't Spider-Man have like a dune buggy at some point or he had a, the spider car for like three issues before he wrecked it because he's Peter Parker. <laughs> and also he's Spider-Man. What does what he, he need, need a car a... for? Oh, well, to pick up chicks. Okay, yeah, fair he, enough. It's hard to pick up chicks when you're web swinging. That well, sounds like innuendo, but it's not. <laughs> but Gundam, it's time. Episode 40 slash 42. You can watch along with us on Crunchyroll. And you should because this episode's good. Tyler, if this is their first episode, I'm punishing you for not doing the work. You have to do the recap. So tell all the nice people what's happened on this show so far. Okay, in the in a world where there are people and genetically engineered super people, turns out that when there are fewer of one than the other, the, the fewer tends to like not have things go well for them. Anyway, the genetically engineered super people go to space and there's like this cool space colony that's like both of them. It's basically just space Japan. There's also Earth Japan in space. It's a little confusing. Anyway, space Japan gets blown up and Kira hacking genius Yamato 
gets into a giant mobile suit and wrecks some shit. He specializes in arm ripping off. Wrong middle name. Hmm? He's Kira Jesus Yamato around these parts. Oh, well, uh, he's How not- be his name? <laughs> the <laughs> he- second coming of Amuro Ray. I was going to say, he, he only <laughs> he only recently ascended to Jesus status. He only recently came back from the dead. Anyway, he and his best friend slash boy crush, Atherin, keep getting into wars with each other because Atherin's on the side of the super people and Kira's not. To interject, I maintain Atherin is interested in him. It is not mutual. Go yeah, on. Yeah, no, it, it's actually very obvious as the show goes on that Atherin's into Kira, but Kira is not. I'm not sure Kira's into anything. <laughs> Kira's... <laughs> Kira's into sweet mechs, actually. <laughs> I, I think he's into one person, but he, he was in the flay pretty good. Oh, that is true. You haven't it, even gotten the flay yet. Oh, yeah, that is true. Also, Kira brought his, like, loser friends from high school with him. <laughs> and one of them happened to be Flay, who's a hot redhead. So, of course, he gets it on with her. Um, and oops, also, she's his best friend's girlfriend. Kira never learned not to stick his dick in crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not a rule he learned. That internet meme had died out by the time Japan migrated to space. Um, Sai's a pretty cool guy, though. He got he got over it. Um, also, Tall dies. You don't know him. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Who, who does Atherin lose? Nickel. Nickel. That's really the only important one. Screw and Ru- Miguel. No, I was going to say, screw Rusty and Miguel. <laughs> we don't Nickel care about that. Nickel got characterized. Anyway, right before he I, died, but he did get characterized. I'm I'm glad you remembered Miguel. Usually, you only remember Rusty. Charde <laughs> Crusade um, leads his teams of, of chars and training in a holy war against the Earth. But also, he's secretly a double, triple turncoat, I guess, and and a pill addict of some sort. I don't know. Also, Mula Fluckin Flaga. Mo- <laughs> I love that flub. It's staying. Yeah. In. <laughs> no, I said that on purpose, actually. Is is cool space dad. Also, Maru's there. Nataro left, so she's not in the recap anymore. I, I think Moo is more the, the cool space uncle. So anyway, things come to a head. Atherin kills Kira. Kira comes back from the dead. Also, Athens' girlfriend is now, I guess, a space mob leader because she's been collecting all the side characters who got put on a bus in earlier episodes and is leading a side character revolution. Oh, just wait till she goes and gets cuzzy. <laughs> I'm gonna be so happy if she gets Cuzzy. <laughs> I don't even want him in the show. Also, Cuzzy, he's one of Kira's loser space or loser high school friends who is so bad. He was such a loser high school friend. He just left the show entirely. He didn't even die. <laughs> um, and that's where we're at. Pretty much. You forgot Princess Leia. Oh yeah, uh, that's because she's useless. And her dad, which is sad. Oh yeah, Princess Leia's dad dies. Also, he was keen as space Japan. Uh. <laughs> uh pr- Princess Leia hangs out with her brother, uh, Luke Yamato, and mostly just punches and cries at him. Also, I guess she and Atherin are a thing. Well, he realized Kira's not interested, so he'll have the next best thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Oh, yeah, also Kira and Atherin recently got cool new spacesuits, and there were some drug guys who were also working for a space racist. And that's Gundam Seed. <laughs> I think that's this, everything. This is what the wiki needs to be changed to. Is that synopsis? Join us next week when Tyler explains Gear and Lagan. Oh, that, that one's actually a lot easier. <laughs> There's a cool combining robot. The cool guy dies. Nah, the less him, cool guy becomes a cool let guy. Let's have him try and explain Code Geass. No, I can I can do Code Geass actually pretty easily. No, the problem with Gundam Seed is there, there are too many characters for me to recap it briefly. Uh, and like, I feel like all the characters actually matter. And Code Geass is like, hey, this guy, he gets the power to make people do things once, and it turns out he's a magnificent bastard, and he wants to rule the country because some people picked on him and his sister once. <laughs> also, his sister's blind, I guess, which is plot important. To anyway, be fair, it is more complicated than that. But anyway, so he becomes God see. Emperor and kills himself because he thought that would be good for the masses, and somehow that plan didn't backfire. I mean, we haven't gotten the sequel yet. It is coming. The oh, yeah, chaos solution of the resurrection is coming. <laughs> um, also, Yuffie loves a good party. Say so that that was Code Geass. Like I, I summed that up pretty easily. <laughs> You're still way the hell all over the place. All right, so episode forty slash forty two of the old numbering. You can watch it on Crunchyroll, YouTube sometimes when they feel like it. Hulu, if you are a madman who pays for Hulu. It might fall off an internet truck, but there's no reason to go looking for them because there are easy ways to find it. So I guess let's go ahead and start the episode after that wonderful recap. (laughs) The episode starts with Atherin boarding the shuttle he asked Kira to borrow at the end of last episode. All the 
You forgot Diarca. No, Diarca wasn't important. <laughs> okay. so, like, He's one of the Shars in training that I mentioned earlier. I don't understand this shuttle. It's like a one-man fighter shuttle. Like, I, whenever I think of a shuttle, I think of like an actual larger shuttlecraft that could carry more than one guy. This is closer to like an, ex- an escape pod or fighter. Yeah, craft. it's an escape jet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. Anyway, Diarca's is hanging out there, and Atherin's like, "Hey, if I don't come back, I want you to pilot the Justice." But Diarca's is all like, "Nah, man, that's for you." And Kira's like, I'm not going to comment on this because I'm too busy thinking about the cool robot. And apparently Kigali came over from the uh, other ship immediately. Just to tackle Hug Ather and her go-to move Which and I, ask why. Uh, although as she's asking why, she looks pissed and then she immediately looks concerned. Anyway, she's concerned because she's worried that Atherin's going to get put to death for coming back without his sweet nuclear robot suit. But Atherin's like, it's fine. Kira will handle my sweet nuclear robot suit. And she's like, that is not what I was talking about, bro. But Athens like, yeah, I know, but I'm kind of a dick. And I have to, I've already decided I have to go and talk to my dad about all the bullshit he's pulling. So I gotta go. And Kira's like, hey, break it up. There will be time later. Suddenly, Athens' forehead grew three sizes that day. Yeah, there's some not great close-ups in this episode. Which is weird because his face was well animated. It just like wasn't proportioned correctly. Anyway, Kira launches in the freedom to escort Atherin in his shuttle, which is like walking his dog because he has a little <laughs> leash tied to the shuttle. It also it's seems kind incredibly of unnecessary. Uh, then we get the opening scene. It's only the second time we've gotten this one, so I'm not tired of it yet. Yeah, my my problem is, especially without the uh, sweet new music playing over it, it, because there's so much reused animation in it, it feels very similar to the other openings we've gotten. Wait until we get some sweet Gundam Seed Destiny openings. There is one sequence that is in every single one of them. <laughs> the, the downside of this new opening is we have the return of the annoying boob bounce. It's actually, it's shorter, but way more egregious. It's because there are nipples. Yeah. Why did they add nipples? Why, yeah. why does, it's like when I watch the uh, movie version of the end of Gurren Lagan sometimes, and there are the nipples on the girls, and I'm like, I didn't need that. <laughs> That's not a thing I needed in this show. I actually, really now I'm wondering, they, they have this nice shot of Lacus on the bridge, and the bridge is full of horrors. Why did she bring those to space with her? <laughs> to be fair, she never actually left space, so they were already kind of there. Okay, why did she bring them on the ship with her? Uh, spoilers for Gundam Double Lot, the sniper just has a Haro as his co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually kind of funny. Well, there, like, there are Haros in, like, every single Gundam, right? Not Wing. Not in Wing. Or G. Oh, no, there's a Haro in G Gundam, you just don't see it. Terrifying. <laughs> it's the Haro Gundam. I feel Gundam. like it took a... Haro left as the mascot for a while and didn't come back till Seed, I feel like. So once the opening sequence is over, we cut back to the plants where Isaac's mom is giving a speech about how Lacus Klein is being used and that good citizens should turn on information so they can go rescue her. That is an odd way to try and convince people, but at the same time, it is probably the most effective way that they would have. Meanwhile, for the second time in a low, we see low-key Raoul Crusade wearing some sunglasses in a, a bar being passed a CD. Just so you know, my headcanon is not that CDs are used in the future. It's that's how they pass secret information. Because, because no one has yeah, a CD drive? Because <laughs> Patrick Zola doesn't have a CD drive. How is he going to see what's on there? It's perfectly protected. It's such old technology. Well, okay. What is this thing? Jeremy, he's a bureaucrat. That means they're working on 70-year outdated technology anyway. <laughs> Which means they're probably on flash drives. Um, have we met... Isaac's mom before because she, she looks has like a shown, new character. She's shown up a couple times, but she's like this is the first time I can think of that she's actually had a spotlight instance. Like she's, she's on been the part console, of yeah, right? Yeah, and we've seen her there a few times. Okay. But yeah, this is the first time she really comes up. Speaking of Patrick Zala, we see him in his office being consternated, trying to figure out why the freedom was in orb. He's like, ah, my dumb son might know anything, but he won't tell me anything, the idiot. And whoever he's talking to is like, uh, it's a top secret mission, right? You know that we have all these information leaks and maybe he shouldn't just be carelessly communicating. If hey, we don't I found the do. freedom. It's an orb. I thought you might want to know. I also, by the way, this channel is being intercepted by anybody yeah. who cares to listen because reasons. I feel like top secret isn't a thing. Look, he hasn't burned anything to the ground yet. And that's what I told him to do. <laughs> orb should be a smoking crater. Well, I mean, they might have come is. into contact with it. Anyway, we find out the naturals are gathering on the moon. And the, they're overconfident and gathering on the moon. Because like in the original Gundam, they basically push Zaft off Earth with the taking of Panama. Although it's kind of a Pyrrhic victory. Well, not Panama. They Panama went real well for them. Orb was kind of Pyrrhic for them because everything blowed up. But Zaft wasn't even in Orb. 
Anyway, whoever Patrick Zala is talking to is like, I, hey, I'll do everything I can to repay you for giving me another chance at life. Foreshadow, foreshadow. Well, well zooming in on the picture of a girl with orange, an orange lock. Uh, do you not remember this girl? You didn't bring her up in the recap. No, you didn't. Is, is she that one random mute girl who is supposed to be played by? No. No? Okay. We'll talk about who she is later. Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen her. So Yeah, she looks familiar, but I can't. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, no, is that Sexy Rama Roll's wife? It might be. Okay. That might be exactly who it is. Was that DaCosta? Yes, that was DaCosta. DaCosta's <laughs> like, thank you, chairman, a- for rebuilding me stronger, <laughs> better. And that's you why he the has technology. a picture of Sexy Rama Roll's <laughs> oh, wife. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's better than a picture of Sexy Rama Roll. DaCosta knows what he wants. <laughs> I forgot the, uh, goddamn, what's the name of the ca- guy in Gurren Logan? Which one? Kamina? Yes, thank you. I forgot the Kamina of this show. Waltfelt. Sexy Robber Rawl. He's dead. Yes. <laughs> As Kaminas must be. He was too good for this world. Meanwhile, we get to the inside of the Versalius with a new mobile suit. And hey, and Isaac with helpful expositions like, hey, is this the no mo- new mobile suit? And some random technician's like, yeah, it totally is. <laughs> it's the latest standard model from MMI, whatever the hell that is. Mass um, Machine Institute. I have no idea how to say this mobile suit's name because the dub in the original can't agree. And I hope the new dub comes up with a new thing to call it. <laughs> it looks like uh, Guaze, but... Uh, it's the, called the Guazi in the dub. It's like, it's pronounced more like gaze in the original, oh. so... Yeah, and I'd say Gwiz. I don't know. Well, it's I've, I've heard The Gates at one point. <laughs> I think in one of the video games, it's called The Gates. So <laughs> that's a good name for it. Anyway, it's basically a cool new... Jin. Uh, Jin. It's basically the Gilgoog of this series. Anyway, the mechanic's like, yeah, now that these are things are going to start hitting the front lines, those naturals will all be dead in no time. Which uh, causes Isaac to lose interest and just kind of storm off in a huff. He's like, I'm a noble warrior. I don't need better weapons. I need better enemies. <laughs> to be fair, he does have kind of the pinnacle hey, we get technology Rao, at the we, moment. We get to see Rao taking pills again. I assume that's for medical reasons, because he had that one crippling pain thing. Yeah, we, and uh, Flay is watching, and he gets out his fancy old disc player. Yeah, it's like a it's, floppy disc. Yeah, it's like one of those intermediate between floppy and CD drives that they had for a while. And it seems to have all the stats on the freedom and the justice on it. And he just, like, lets Flay see this, I guess. Yeah, and he's like, oh, Enjammer Canceler, yes. How interesting. Enjammer Canceling Deska. <laughs> Dude has <laughs> impeccable timing to open that door right when DaCosta got they there. They actually have a motion sensor. That's not actually a guy. That's actually just, like, a mannequin. <laughs> I love how that guy looks around like, oh, nothing suspicious here. No, sir. <laughs> Anyway, uh, DaCosta reaches the secret computer base of Lacus Klein, who's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, well, not, nothing good. People have been demoralized by Zyla Jules' performance there. They haven't made the information about your dad dying public yet. Wait, is that Isaac's last name? Jewel? Jewel? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and DaCosta's like, it's sooner than we planned, but I think we need to get moving. And Lacus agrees. She's like, ma'am, I just got the land working the way I wanted. The Haro's pissed, though. <laughs> so then cut back to Kira walking his dog <laughs> they're about to reach the defense network of Yakindue which is basically the base in front of the plants that's its defense base don't ask me how that works in space because I can't tell you but on the risk map you have to go through Yakindue to get to the plants <laughs> well like it, if they're, if it's in like low orbit compared to everything else you'd have to go through a defensive network I mean it is it implied that it's supposed to be one location, or if it's... It's hard to say. It's not it's, never really gone into. Because if, if it's like the outer ring of a defensive network that is referred to as Yakim Due, that would make a lot more sense. When we see it, it seems like it's a physical location, but it's never really gone into. Anyway, Kira's like, hey, I'll wait for you here, bro. And Atherin's like, nah, nah, just go back, man. Which causes a beat, and then Kira's like, hey, Atherin, uh, you know you can't die yet, right? Which surprises Atherin, who's been suicidal since he killed Kira, even when he found out he was fine. Yeah, so Kira's like, we can't die yet. We're main We're characters. We're main characters. It's not the last episode. <laughs> and Athens like, not yet. And Kira's like, yeah, not yet. I didn't say you couldn't die. Just not yet. It'll be important later for plot reasons that we do die. And Athens has some sad flashbacks to all his dead friends and tall. And, and Lacus, I guess. <laughs> and Kigali. I, it's all the things he has to live for as well, right? Yes. Kind of, yeah. First, Lackis- all the reasons he wants to die and then what he still has. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say because Lacus and Kigali both like told him to live pretty explicitly. So 
Yeah, and he clutches the amulet that Kigali gave him. He's like, okay, fine, dad. <laughs> and Kira's like, don't forget. And then he lets him off the leash. Remember to eat up. your sandwiches. <laughs> Remember to brush your teeth. These are old codes, but they check out. <laughs> it's an old code, but it checks out. Oh, no, I'm endangering the mission. We got to Patrick Zala's office and they're like, hey, Athern showed up in an Earth Forces shuttle while he's looking at some sweet secret plans. For codename Genesis. Fly casual. And his reaction's like, what? What's that idiot doing on an Earth Forces shuttle? Bring him to me immediately. And I love the guard who's like signing the paperwork to bring Athern <laughs> yeah. to him at the desk. No, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yes. It's just a weird shot to show, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you, you never really show the uh, the little things. Like the bureaucratic but stuff. it's still pretty great. Athern comes in and salutes. Uh, and he calls him father, just like before, but doesn't back off on it this time. And the emperor's like, leave us. <laughs> well, he's not the emperor. And the soldiers are like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this shit. I'm out of here. He's like an admiral. I mean, so he only needs a cat. He's the president. To well, no, be he's like chairman. Truly evil. Like, yep. all he needs is that cat to be petting in his evil dark office. And for us not to see his face. And he's like, what's going on? Where are the justice? What happened to the freedom? I need answers. And Atherin's like, no, Dad, I'm going to ignore you. That's what teenagers do. I'm going to ask you a question. What's up with this war, dog? <laughs> Dude, why war? What you say? <laughs> Somebody set us up the bomb? Like, Atherin basically jumps, like, I just took philosophy 101. <laughs> so I'm going to be asking a whole bunch of irrelevant questions. Is that like, what's important right now is the mission you were given, so start telling me about that now. But Atherin's like, I only came back because I wanted to ask you that. I don't have any cool stuff to report. I didn't burn anything down. I think you might have heard of that if I did. But his dad is not happy. Meanwhise, we cut to a nice computer hacker nerd sitting on Lacus's floor because she has no chairs or desks. And apparently Lacus and DaCosta have just been standing there staring at each other for the past few hours. I've always thought of it as, because of the way this is cut, that they are, like, these things are happening, like, simultaneously in, sequ in, in sequence. Yeah. So, like, DaCosta shows up and tells Lacus, and then... You know, at this maybe at the same time when Kira and Atherin separate, but if that's the case, then they've literally been standing there staring at I, each other for the last couple of hours. I assume they've been discussing boring logistics of coming up with another hideout. I mean, that's that's probably the case. It's just weirdly shot. Like it looks like it's supposed to be at the end of that other conversation. Anyway, so Lacus is like, ah, oh, this isn't good. DaCosta, you do something about it. That's your job, right? That's why I have you. Like, she asked him, can something be done about it? And DaCosta, like, looks up like, I have no idea. He's secret agent DaCosta, man. He's like, this is DaCosta's old job. He just has, like, pink-haired girl telling him to do stuff now. Like, huh, yeah, I got a plan for this. Yeah, the problem he's is... Got, he's got the trench coat and everything. He doesn't know what to do if he's not making coffee every five minutes, though, so... So then we get the eye catch. A little earlier than normal for an episode, but we get it now. Do we get a new eye catch once Lacus gets a new outfit? We do not. It's sad. This is an exciting episode, guys. We get our favorite coffee-drinking maniac back with cool lightning scars, and Lacus steals a spaceship, and also Kira's there. There's a lot of stuff coming to a head in this episode, and I think all of us love it. It's just, it's great. Also, those guys were like, wow, that's fast. Uh, we haven't gotten to them yet, but we'll get there. Also, hi, it's been a few minutes since you've heard with your ears my word butter all up on your ear bread. So, some exciting news coming down the pipe. Well, exciting for us, maybe less exciting for you. I don't know. We'll find out. Jeremy and I have had this idea for a while, and since we've had a couple people join the Discord and also ask about it recently, we decided to finally do it. But hey... We're starting a Patreon, so if you like this show or any of our other shows enough that you'd like to toss a dollar or more at it a month, we have a poll that is pinned to our general channel on our Discord, and also have a link in the show notes to ask you guys what you would like to see more of if we were doing some sort of paid content. We've had, like, six-ish people weigh in so far, which is not, like, a huge number, but also we posted it at, like... 9 o'clock on a Friday, so I don't imagine a huge number of people were paying attention. If you have an opinion, go vote. One of the options is other. Feel free to just, like, ping us in the Discord or, like, send us an email if you don't, like, want to have people discuss your other ideas in public. I'm a socially anxious person, so I could understand why someone would not want to do that. Also, the usual plug stuff, if you haven't heard the episode that Zach and I were simultaneously on of Jumpstart on Liar Game... That show had some 
sizzling energy. I had a lot of fun, and I think so did everyone else. We may have to do that more often because it was a crazy mess. That was the same week that Kevin was on the other shows, which you probably wouldn't have heard of this one because that was an episode of Destiny. Hey, Kevin's going to be on an episode of Destiny. Spoilers. Anyway, like, go rate us on stuff, because that helps get the word out there that this show exists, and then eventually there may be more nerds out there to talk about this show with. And that'd be cool for all of us. Anyway, we're gonna get, let you get back to Lacus stealing a spaceship. Anyway, so Patrick we- Zala throws a massive bitch fit at Atherin, and Atherin bitches right back at him. Like father, like son. And Athens like, hey, you notice how uh, none of this wars are going anywhere and we're like starting to lose kind of. We lost all our bases on Earth. Like, what is the plan for ending the war? If we just keep meeting force with force, you know, everyone's going to end up blind. He's like, ah, oh, you've been listening to that pink haired girl who I was going to have you marry. Damn it. Well, I mean, yes, if you meet force with force, it generally does tend to win. But you <laughs> have to make sure you have overwhelming force. Yeah, they've definitely become even at this point in the conflict. There's no reason to think when that like continuing on this course is going to do anything but destroy n- both sides. You're looking at mad outcome right now. Yeah. Anyway, he starts choke grabbing Atherin by the collar and says, hey, if you don't tell me what happened to the freedom and the justice, and depending on your answer, you may die. But he asks, hey, are you serious about killing all the naturals? And having gone completely crazy, he says, hey, that's the entire point of the war. Have you forgotten that? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Patrick Zala went insane at some point. I mean, well, no, we already knew that. Yeah. I, to him, it's just obvious. He doesn't have to tell anybody, which is, you know, why he's so upset with Lacus Klein speaking about reasonable peace talks. Anyway, he takes the gun out of his desk and levels it at Athern. I'm pretty sure he would get in trouble for this, for, for killing his own son in his office. Oh, he's a traitor. Although, yes, probably. Technically, he, he would be... A, nah. I, mean, I, I think he'd argue have, self-defense. First, probably. he'd have to run him up on uh, charges. Like, he, he would definitely have to be... Otherwise, it's still murder. It doesn't matter if he's a traitor or not. You still have That's to true. charge him with something. That's true. I think in this case, though, he'd, ar- order, uh, he'd argue self-defense. Because he says, hey, I'm going to arrest you if you don't answer me. He doesn't say, I'm going to shoot you. This, this gun is just for show. Meanwhile, Atherin doesn't respond. So Some he, mooks get summoned. Yeah, he presses the mooks button and all the mooks come in. With machine guns. That is... Machine guns. Overkill, but at the same time... He is the president. Well, I mean, at the same time, you'd rather not be known as the underkill guy if you came to it. Ghost Dad shows up for a few minutes. I forgot to time Ghost Dad's time here. I'm going to have to go back and add the Ghost Dad clock. Then suddenly, Atherin becomes a Final Fantasy character for a second to that profile shot. Atherin gets crazy and decides to just rush his dad, but luckily none of the machine guy guys shoot just as dad does, and he hits right in the shoulder, and he orders not to kill him because they have to interrogate him. Do you know how much skill you would have to have to do one of those skimming shots like that on purpose? I assume it's a coordinator thing. Also, I don't think it was actually intentional. He was actually aiming to kill. He's just No, I bad. think he was trying to hit him in the shoulder. As he's taken away, uh, Patrick's like, I'm very disappointed in you, Atherin. But Atherin's like, I get the last word here. Me too. <laughs> Which I actually kind of like. I, I love it. It's pretty great. So Atherin is dejectedly being taken escorted through the like, while the he's bleeding lobby. and he flashes back to his boyfriend i mean kira the way he wants to be his boyfriend being like you can't die yet you know that right and he gets a determined look meanwhile we see the costa up in the balcony wearing a uniform yeah well, he, he had one so. no, no i mean he did have one but instead he, of wearing in like secret agent uh da costa outfit he's wearing the actual zaft uniform it's an important distinction. Then Rao, I guess, intentionally leaves Flay alone in his room so that she can, like, sne- snoop through his stuff. I feel like he must have done this on purpose. I don't think he cares. Like, where's she gonna go? And she decides to take his pain pills. <laughs> she gets really high, and it's like the first time she's felt good in a while. She's had severe PTSD. Meanwhile, the Kusanagi and the Archangel reach the colony they were going toward that they talked about in the last episode, and they send in their mobile scoots. They're mobile scoots? Well, yeah, though they're, they're strays. Those are mobile scoots. <laughs> they send in their mobile suits to scout it out. We get a, a shot of Kigali looking worried at the justice and then cut back to Atherin, who's about to be shoved into a van with some nice black suited people and lots of machine gun guys. And, and then he, he just, just starts <laughs> kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> then he starts being Batman for a minute and just in handcuffs bashes the two guys escorting him. 
There are a whole bunch of soldiers around the truck. Uh, one of them goes to shoot him, but one of them is DaCosta. And he, <laughs> and he just clobbers the guy across the face. And DaCosta's like, I did not plan for this. this I didn't not expect this. Throws a flashbang and bails. And <laughs> I love this. I, I just love this scene of DaCosta escorting Atherin. He's suddenly a Call of Duty character. It's very good. Yeah, it's pretty great. If ever, DaCosta does actually Although have the, a lot of combat experience. And I, I don't so much like the... I'm going to f- shoot the handcuffs off thing yeah. that Acosta's doing, but at the same time, like it makes sense in action movie logic, which yeah. is what this is kind of operating on. I always thought it was a coordinator thing, but you're 100% right. It's just an action movie trope. I was going to hand wave it away as their coordinator. Which is why they also don't show it. And then Acosta mm. gives Atherin like a minor... Like, are you, you're being too reckless. You're trying to get yourself killed. And I, I love and then this. he hands him, like, a micro Uzi. <laughs> well, it's the same kind of, like, sidearm that Atherin had earlier on in the show. And then DaCosta, like, he hands him the sidearm and then just goes, you knocked one of our guys over. And Atherin's like, well, I didn't know who, I don't well, even know who you yeah, are. Who are you? Is, he gets the best answer, the best line in the series. I'm with the so-called Klein faction. Yeah, the and side like, character rebellion. And his, this is not going according to plan. Yeah, Atherin's like, I didn't know the plan. CC me on these emails. And then we got the other guy, the other Call of Duty character, and they're just escorting him. Although I don't like, they're trying to escort Atherin, but and then Atherin he jumps is the out last, last one out. <laughs> he plays he's rear guard the, with a sidearm. Look, yeah, he's, he's suicidal. I've talked gun. about it a lot. He doesn't want to make it through. He just has to because Kira told him to. Then oh. we get a shot of a black ship in the middle of nowhere. Um, then we get Scar Guy. I've never met Scar Guy, have yes, I? Yes, you have. Have I? You is he secretly indeed. Rao? Yes, he's secretly Rao. Guard guy's like, hey, our ship is in final preparations. Everybody get to work. These two Zap soldiers look at each other very confused, and then they get guns in their face. And yeah, it's just all these guys just get guns in their faces I, and kicked off the ship. I was just wondering why the lighting was so low on the ship. Uh, it's probably to help this gun take over, as a whole bunch of guys get pushed off the ship into the hangar. And, there's, and someone's like, hey, what's going on? It's like, just get off now, and you'll, you'll be, be fine. fine. Then we get a shot of the awkward elevator Atherin was in at the beginning of the series, but now Lacus is in it with uh, Hacker bu- Buddy next to her, and she's like, no, no, Haro, go to sleep. It's time for you to stop being annoying. I've had this power all along. I just haven't wanted to use it. We get Patrick howling about how they let Atherin get away. He's like, close all the ports, notify the military, uh, issue warrants for his arrest, get him. Atherin is now in a shuttle piloted by DaCosta, because you're not going to let Atherin pilot. His arm is now in a sling. Hey, he, he wounded his shoulder, I guess. And we've got now Lacus joining Scarguy on the bridge in of her Admiral suit ship. Yeah, in her best outfit. Her Admiral outfit, the white one with the purple undershirt and her ponytail. I was going to say, especially with zero-G ponytail, or I guess low-G ponytail. And they're like, oh, time to go. Then some techno babble happens. and They, they turn on the lights. Adding logic array. And, it, and the mission control's like, hey, what's going on? You're not supposed to leave. What's going on, Commander Walfelt? Respond. Yeah, I was going to say, it, I was just about to ask, is that sexy Romba Roll? It yeah, is. How sexy did you survive that with only... That's actually, kind of ex- that's actually kind of explained in the series. We will definitely talk about it a little bit later. But yeah, he's just got a scar, and he's also using a cane. So yeah, his leg's I, bad. I, I think one of his legs is actually... I, I think he's missing a leg, too. Yeah, I think one of them is cybernetic. I think we see that. Anyway, one of his uh, bridge buddies is like, the code to the gate has been changed. It seems like they learned one thing when we stole that giant mobile suit from them. And or from watching Star Wars. And Sexy Rumble also like, oh, well, aren't they clever? They shouldn't have just left it as it is. I, I like his line there just because, like, they should have left things as it is. All right, let's just blast our way free. It's like, we got a main cannon. He's like, well, uh, he's like, things are going to get rough. And Lex is like, well, it's time for us to go. So we don't got a choice. I, I feel like the reason I didn't recognize him as for, at first is because his hair looked different in the low lighting conditions. He's well, definitely got a different design to him. They do a decent job of hinting at who he is without making it too obvious. Well, like initially with the uh, with the conversation with the chairman about uh, bringing him back, basically, and the picture of his wife. There was an episode, uh, there was a shot last episode of him drinking some coffee in a dark room. Okay. And he's like, hey, fire the main cannon at the gate. And uh, to be fair... The cannon on board this ship is considerably weaker than the main guns of other ships we've seen. It's not the Lohengrin, right? No, but it's still, like, as strong as a Zaft main cannon. Like, it is, like, a standard giant gun. It's just not a super science giant gun. And, well, this is also, um... They haven't named it yet, but this is the... Yeah, there it is. The Eternal. This is the Eternal. It's actually a 
mobile suit carrier. Like, it is specifically designed as a mobile suit carrier and support craft. That's because Lycus knows that she's going to be housing both Kira and Athrun on the ship at some point. Uh, yeah, that, that was what the ship was made to do. The, the, the ship c- was designed for the freedom and the justice. <laughs> yep, exactly. But it is just as well armed as the Versalius, which is Raul Crusade's main ship. It's just, it's not a, my my point is more of, it's not a battleship. It's not the Archangel. It's not a battleship like the Archangel. Uh and the, the, the I, you gotta love those uh the, man uh, control tower guys. Who's like uh, stop you your doing? ship? Uh no. Uh, they blow a hole right through the door and wander out. Yeah, but like they slowly coast out. Uh, well, uh, Six Around World's like, hey, where's my sidekick? Actually, I was gonna say, where's my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> and so, they uh, get through. They do a Death Star trench run past them guys, and he's like, hey, get in the rear hatch. And as soon as he's on board, we leave. Turn on all the thrusts. Turn and burn. And then we cut the Rally Crusade with maybe my favorite Rally Crusade run was what the Eternal with Athern. <laughs> And then he just has this, I'm so amused by this turn of events, smile. And one of his dudes is like, we have orders to pursue him. He's like, well, oh, we even, even we can't catch up with them going at that speed. That ship's too fast. We'll just have to leave it to the defense forces. Isn't the Eternal, like, supposed to be one yeah. of the fastest the Versailles, ships in the fleet? This is where it's established that, because the Versailles, which is Robert Cruchet's ship. Was the fastest. Yes. And he's like, well, we can't keep up with them. And then he has the Beth thought line of, this is very amusing, Chairman Sala. <laughs> yeah, although this does come up with my primary problem with a lot of the ship designs because it's running away and can't actually do anything to cover its own retreat. I, most of its missile tubes are back there. We're about to see that, but its main well, it's, guns, its main are, guns are forward pointed. facing. They're hard locked to the forward uh, arc. You know, saucers actually really good space design because they're symmetric and they're radi- or I guess they're radially symmetric. Well, you don't have to worry about them being. Um, aerodynamic either yep but the difference is a saucer does not look cool no it doesn't and okay. while i while i will criticize a lot of the designs about being hard locked to the for the forward arc on a lot of these ships i like the design of the eternal quite a bit no it looks badass uh so there are two gin pilots we've seen these guys before because as soon as the eternal passes them oh, they're like these guys they're like oh man that was fast don't worry they still have their job when we see get the gundam seed destiny <laughs> Though I do believe that's the last didn't, time we see them. Didn't in Kira this go by them too? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and, and they're like, Atherin? that was fast. I don't think Atherin did. Okay. Uh, well, Atherin did just now. So Atherin and DaCosta show up on the bridge, and Lack is like, hey, you all right, buddy? And, and Atherin's like, like, the fuck? What the <laughs> hell? Where did you get that cool uniform? Can I have one? <laughs> and like, one of the things that I had always forgotten up till this point is that Atherin never actually met Waltfeld, only Kira and Kigali. Well, Kira and Kigali, I guess and Isaac Isaac and Yarka. Yeah, but that's like true. because Atherin didn't meteor in, he never actually met Waltfeld because by the time that he met up with Isaac and Yarka, Waltfeld was basically dead. Yeah. So, but Andrew Waltfeld is very friendly and introduced himself like, "Yo, sup?" The ship of the songstress. Yeah, I he, like he's that. poetic. You know, he wants to be a poet. He just has to be a soldier because poetic. And Atherin pay has the bill. this really confused <laughs> look on his face, which, granted, because he heard that Waltfeld was dead. I mean, I think anybody would have the same reaction upon finding this out. Meanwhile, at Space Defense Base, uh, Kira's hiding behind some cover, and there are a ton of gins with missiles deploying, and he's like, huh? And uh, meanwhile, the turtle's like, there are 50 mobile suits ahead of us. Um, That's not great. They're like, oh, prepare all the guns. Get ready to fight. I uh, like his refer- reference to CIWS, because that's something that they haven't actually referenced anywhere. I feel Natarl like they have on the Archangel. Natarl's not- never actually referenced it. She's called spe- She called specific weapons, but they never like were specifically referred to that, which is fine, because I think I'm the only one that knows what that is. But yeah, I don't know what that time, means. Close-in weapon system. Yeah, yeah. close-in weapon systems. It's like, a, it's like their point defense guns, but yeah. because the Archangel has so many different guns, like the Helldarts... Valiance, like it's got all Eagle Stellans. Eagle Stellans, it's got like 900,000 different guns. The Eternal, because it's not a battleship, doesn't have that. It just has its main guns and then these like inside like point defense guns. Uh, so Atherin's like, hey, you got any mobile suits here on board? And Ralph's like, oh, we're fresh out. Again, not the last time Atherin's going to want a mobile suit and have <laughs> one. He's like, this ship is just for the freedom and the justice because that's the only people Lacus cares about. And Lacus is like, uh, open and open communication for me. And she starts speechifying. She, she's uh, investing heavily in those bard skills. Look, she has that charisma score. She's going to use it. And she basically is like, I don't want to fight against you. I'm just against the chairman who wants to murder everybody. So 
please let me go and consider why you're fighting. And we see people hesitating, but the commanders are like, we have orders to attack, so we're going to attack. You know, it just occurred to me, and it's never really struck me before. Nobody has, like, they put Athrun's arm in a sling. But they have done nothing to actually address his injury. Yeah, no, it's still completely <laughs> Look, uncovered. The Costa is a lot of things. He ain't a doctor. <laughs> I'm not He's a, a barista. <laughs> I'm a barista, I, not a doctor. I'm a barista, secret agent, spy, Call of Duty soldier, mech pilot, but not a doctor. What aren't you cla- cross-classed into? I just told you, doctor! <laughs> so a lot of triangles are coming at the grid at the Eternal. Uh, so we had a little bit of a technical problem there. A uh, bunch of triangles came out and beat us up, kept shooting missiles at our ship that sh- were formed in lines. We were a big red triangle, but we weren't able to fend them off. So if the audio quality drastically changed for the better, it's because we're on our regular setup now and we were on a weird one last time. Yeah, because Tyler forgot his power cables. And if we forget all of our cool running jokes, that's because it's been a week. Yes, a week. <laughs> one week into Casa time. Oh, man, I wish I could vacation in Decosta time. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, so, yeah, we left off. There are a bunch of triangles coming at the Eternals. The Eternals? Yep, the Eternals. There's more than one? Yes. And Walfelt's like, commence counterattack and shot a bunch of missiles out at them. Which And we get that cool like light show effect of a bunch of missiles hitting each other in front of the Eternal. And then we get some stock footage of... Gins. I was going to call them Zaku's. Yeah, they're, they're gins. Sweeping they're, in. They're seed Zakus. It's some sock footage we haven't seen in quite a while because we haven't had a space battle in some time. Don't worry, Tyler. We will actually have we will actually have seed Zakus. Yes. Destiny. It's soon. <laughs> but they already have a mono eye. Why do they need another one? Uh, because it's been two years and they need better ones. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. So Lacus is like, hey, please avoid hitting the cockpits. And Walfelt's like, shrug, okay, I'll try. Did you see how big our gun is? I mean, it's not the Lohengrin, but it is a battleship cannon. We will hit somewhere. And we see a whole bunch of lost triangles, so I assume he hit at least one cockpit. (laughs) Well, it depends on what it's referring to. If it's referring to, like, a locator beacon or something like that. Because also, for some stupid reason, there's still no ejection system on board those things. So really quick, we're getting a lot of cool face shots of Waltfeld doing, like, military general command stuff. Have we talked about how cool his scar is yet? We have not, it's no. It's a goddamn forged lightning bolt scar. I don't even know how he got it, but it's cool as hell. Well, Voldemort tried to kill him after he survived Kira. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wanted to talk about Walfelt's disfigurement and like how he's here now at the end of the episode, which is why I think I was holding it. Again, we recorded this a week ago. Wink. Um, <laughs> so I don't remember all we were talking about, but I want to save the discussion about Walfelt and his changes for later. But yes, okay. his scar is very cool. And he's like... Uh, he is commanding. Yes. He's not, he's not like piloting or being coffee guy. He's actually giving orders and commanding in combat, which I think is really cool. We see a bunch of shots of these... Jin's trying to hit the Eternal with missiles, and we see its close-in weapon systems intercepting most of them, but it's not the flurry of bullets we usually see from the Archangel. It's also kind of uh, stock footage, but having the Archangel replaced with the Eternal. (laughs) (laughs) And we get a whole bunch of good, not techno babble, but like battle info battle. I don't know what to call that, but I like it even more. than Battle babble? babble. Yeah, Yeah. military jargon babble. Yeah, of like, four Jin's incoming, incoming missiles from Blue 7 Charlie Delta. Like, I don't even understand what that means. And we see a very cool shot of the Eternal shooting a whole bunch of its missile tubes. It in just the kind of vomits missiles at things. I really like how many missile tubes it has. We've talked about how it's not as well armed as the Archangel, which is true, but it does have a lot of missiles. Missiles are generally entertaining. They also are usually um, very visually obvious, and they look very cool visually from that kind of thing. And you can use them as a stock footage attack. Yes, and they don't look quite as stock footagey as like just machine Lasers guns do or something. Oh, but there are too many approaching to a counterattack. Missiles are going to hit them, and we get determined faces of everybody except Lacus, who mostly just looks like calmly amused. I guess really, that looks, like there's she an looks determined in her to eyes, me. I think it's mostly her mouth. It looks like she's got like an ace up her sleeve, and she's like just waiting to pull the card. I can see smug a little bit, uh, and that does make a little bit of sense because the missiles start getting shot down from off screen, and the freedom shows up. Because, of course, it does. 
it was hanging around here. We did see it like skulking, waiting yes. for Athern to get back. Yes. And I love when Kira Yamato intercepts some enemy missiles with his beam fire. So Athern's like, Kira, and Lackey's like, Yee, my boyfriend's here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the explosion of one of the missiles being intercepted uh, kind of shakes the Eternal, and Lacus bumps into Athern, and there's this kind of awkward moment between them. And she's <laughs> like, thank you, and Athern's just kind of staring like he realized she's a girl for the first time in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and so Kira just goes out and does Kira things, and then we get a stock footage attack, which is no longer cool because we've seen it too many times now. I think it's still cool. The next time is when it stops being cool. We are going to get a next time. It also is a stock footage of hit of the attack too though we see the same shots of him hitting a bunch of gin heads as we saw when he did it in alaska just with a space background this time then they all explode he hits one guy's gun he didn't even go for the arms i'm i'm kind of disappointed he gets off one guy's arm it could be that that guy just dodged enough to get the gun in the path instead of the arm uh, so kira's like hey i'm kira uh, i don't Hello. know who you guys are and then he establishes visual contact he's like what all the people i know <laughs> what are all of they doing <laughs> He's like, Lackis. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and Walsh like, hey, thanks for the save. And he's like, Walsh, what? what? <laughs> Didn't I kill you? Didn't I have survivor's grief over you for like a 20 year? minutes? And I do really like the animated reaction on him to like realizing. Well, that's because that I felt alive. It's also kind of the same reaction as you got from a lot of the viewers at around this point of, wait, you're not dead? So then we cut over to uh, a helpfully subtitled Space Colony Mendel, and we see the Eternal starting to dock. This is the place that at the beginning of the episode, the Archangel and the Kusanagi had decided to be their base. You had a uh, one of the Astrays and the Strike on picket duty. So everyone decides to meet over at the Archangel, and we see Walt Felt and a whole bunch of his Zaf deserters with him, including DaCosta, who's like, hey. Who's the only guy not wearing a hat. That's so you can see his awesome coffee hair. He's like, hey, uh, I'm Andrew Allfelt. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. And Maru is like, yeah, uh, same's here. Uh, what the hell? We thought you were pretty dead. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's a big shock. Uh, right, youngster? And Kira kind of has a determined... <laughs> he just, like, breaks the moment. Entirely. Yeah, you have a legitimate reason to kill me. Uh, yeah, I, well, I Get do that know. out of the way. Don't let him stab <laughs> you in your sleep. <laughs> but Allfelt's response is, uh, it's war. Everyone has a reason, but also no one does. Which is a very Walt felt answer to give. Yeah, he's he's kind of like, yeah, I have a reason to blame you. I have a reason to hate you. But at the same time, everybody kind of hates everybody else. So let's just put it behind us and move on. And here's the scene where I wanted to talk about Walt felt because from certain uh, deg- angles, this makes a lot of sense. The creator of the show has said the reason he brought Walt felt back it wasn't in the original plans, but he realized all the cool old people were dying. <laughs> yeah, well, they were either basically leaving or being removed from play for whatever reason like kagali's dad is gone natarl is gone effectively from this side of things atherin's dad really isn't a cool character neither is rao but like at this point you basically have Mu and maru well them's fine words but that was a cool character he's got a mask <laughs> zach <laughs> a mask does not make a character a cool character they don't really have a whole lot of characters on kira's side that fill that role especially now yeah and they do a lot to make andrew's survival kind of at cost his wife is still dead she didn't make it out he's got that cool star that cool star he's got that cool scar we talked about he's missing literally an arm and a leg he's pretty good at hiding the arm because he like usually wears big like sleeves over there he actually just recently played final fantasy 10 and he's like man that orin guy has a cool idea but yeah, just he wears like the uniform coat and only has one of the arms filled, obviously, because he lost the other one. But it's also kind of strike two for the series on this sort of thing. Uh, I've talked about how I don't really mind Kira coming back. We've had our discussions about that. Zach is more against that than I am. They do a lot to make Walt felt feel believable, I think, because they've already pulled this card once. It does leave Gundam Seed Destiny at a bit of a disadvantage here. Because like I say, I think subconsciously, we're kind of on strike two with this. Well, so we're And we're going to get to strike 27 or so <laughs> as that goes along. The, the main problem that I have with a lot of those kind of survival things is that they sh- generally show Gundams and stuff exploding in such a fashion that there's not really anything left. And since we know they don't 
come equipped with ejection seats. Depending on the series. That is true of Seed. Well, in Seed, they're not, the mobile suits don't have ejection systems. So, like, the fact that you have pilots surviving the destruction of one of their mobile suits doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It turns out these are not actually regular humans, though. It turns out they're highly impact yeah. resistant. That <laughs> is technically true of the two people we've seen survive. Yeah, that is true. I was going to make a joke about coordinators, but I don't know enough about Destiny to know if that holds but true. But the thing is, like, even so, why aren't there more of them then? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't have any problem with Waltfeld's return, really. But the series is now on strike two. I don't mind Waltfeld because of the reason that you noted. It's they do kind of explain how he survives and the fact that it does come at a cost. Yeah. He when he does show up, he's clearly battle damaged and they do explain it away when they I think there is a shot explaining how he survives. I don't know if it's in this episode or when it comes up, but there is an explanation, but I just wish that when they'd done the rever or the the remastered version they changed the destruction of his mobile suit so it makes it doesn't it could completely have been made a lot be more plausible. Well, it com- it's completely destroyed, and like the shot shows it completely explode, and you know everything's gone. But don't have the whole thing explode. You can eat. It becomes much more plausible when the thing isn't just a crater. So really quick on the normie versus coordinator thing, have I posited yet the theory that Rao is just Moo's birth brother who is chosen to be a coordinator? You have. I have, okay, I couldn't remember if I've done that one, because I've also done Evil Clone, which is similar, but not the same thing. One more thing about Walfelt's return here, it actually makes all the sense in, wor- in the world that he would join the Klein faction, and I really like that. It's something I was specifically looking for kind of this watch through, but he had that whole philosophical talk with Kira about him clearly wanting to find a way to end the war, I suspect, that's kind yeah. of their whole thing. I suspect he would have joined that faction way earlier on if it had existed at that if time. If he had the opportunity, yeah. he, like he probably wouldn't have been going head to head with Kira if that if if things had cha- changed in the order of when they actually did come up, but because at the time he was just doing his job and being a good soldier, even during the fight, he has that question of his wife, you know, do you think he'll surrender? He doesn't actually want to fight. And so even though he does thank the chairman, you know, thanks for giving me this opportunity at one point, it's all basically, thanks for giving me this opportunity to run off with your most advanced warship. Thanks. I really appreciate this. So Kira thanks Waltfelt for not murdering him in his sleep. We assume. And then we cut to Kigali making fun of Atherin because he's always taken that DPS as we get a close up of his arm now finally in a sling. Which is odd because it was a grazed bullet. It wasn't a broken arm. Eh, presumably they don't want him moving the shoulder. I don't know. But he's like, hey, that uh, lucky amulet you gave me saved me. And she's just like, that's good. Yeah, like... They were uh, staring out at the Eternal, and she's like, man. But she she uh, stole a whole warship. Holy crap. <laughs> like, if that's your fiancé, and we see that she is over talking with Kira. While the two... Away, while the two of them are talking. And she's like, hey, uh, you, do you mind uh, your best friend putting the moves on your girl? That was that was interesting. Oh yeah, that's subtitling how they the word fiance in this Crunchyroll version. I don't know why. That Every is time, very weird. They do it. Athens like she's my ex fiance because I was an idiot. Yeah, basically she had to go full mob boss on my ass, broke my legs. <laughs> uh, but Kigali tries to comfort. Her, was like, hey, at least you figured it out, right? Uh, and I think Kira's an idiot too, so you could have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but Athens is clearly just looking her up and smiling. Meanwhile, we get some. We just get to see Kira and Lacus talking from their point of view, so we don't see what they're saying. And I really like some of the acting. Lacus looks exhausted. And then we finally zoom in to see what they're talking about. And she's crying, and she's telling Kira that her dad died. And Kira has no idea how to comfort a girl because he's terrible at social interaction. And he's like, oh no, now it's my turn. You totally comforted me and like nursed me back to health, what? and I am not prepared for this. <laughs> what, what do I do? I don't have any, I didn't put any points in social skills. I'm a min-max combat powerhouse. Lagas alternates between looking like she wants to like punch him and like run away. I think and then that's she... standard reaction for anybody trying to do any kind of social interaction with Kira. Yeah, anyway, she compromises and just falls on him and starts crying. Like everybody when they interact with Kira. Yes. <laughs> Although I really do like this one. She does put her head in the designated head zone right on his chest as Kira Gali and Atherin look on because now everybody has dad troubles. We got two dead dads. We got Atherin's asshole dad. Well, the, 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 two girls have dead, the, the, the girls have dead parents. 
Kira is a st- and both of the guys have estranged parents. Yeah, estranged we, parents. We haven't really found out about Kira's parent shrubs yet. They're, those are coming soon. Well, he meant theater near you. He mentioned it before when they were in orb that he didn't want to talk to his parents because he'd have to ask them why they made him into a coordinator. Yeah, like we we already kind of know why he doesn't want to talk to his parents. And this whole episode was about Athard not being able to talk to his parents. And that's the end of the episode. Pretty good episode. Yeah, I like yeah. this one quite a bit. It's got a like fun level to it that a lot of the others don't have. Well, it's got like an action movie quality to it that a lot of the other ones don't well, have. Secret Agent Costa. Yeah, so, <laughs> we get the reintroduction of Walt Felt. We get Lackis like really doing something active. She's been a pretty strong character for a while now, but this is like her first like major Move. victory. And now we have three ships. We yep. have three ships. They all dock together. For the sh- three ships alliance. Yep. That's not many ships. No. No, it's not. That said, we don't... That's like a whole Zaft team, right? Zaft usually goes out in, like, groups of three ships. That's what our crusade had. But these have different colors. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes them stronger. One, because they cover more of the rainbow. Like Power Rangers. Two, they also have one Kira and one Athrin. They have main characters on board. And a Mulaflaga and a Diarca. Wow. Who's no, no longer Diarca. has to worry about his arch enemies because his <laughs> arch enemies of Moo... Moo is on his side now. And gravity is no longer a problem because it's in space. <laughs> so now he can just sit on one of the capital ships and just fire his guns. Exactly as the buster was designed to do. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to do any of that, is he? He's going to get dragged into... Co- Moo is going to still manage to hurt him while helping him. Let's put it that way. I really love the... Basically, the next couple of episodes are one battle with a bunch of like moving parts in it. But one of the subplots is Diarka and Moo as like a buddy cop unit. I may be overselling it a little bit, but it's pretty good. That does sound pretty good. There, there are a couple of instances that I can specifically There's a lot of, remember. Hey, don't call me pops. <laughs> like there is a couple of instances that I can remember. Like at one point, Diarka's just like he's playing the pronoun game. I don't know what the fuck he's on about. Oh no, no, they're doing a buddy cop thing, and Moose older. He's one day away from retirement. Look, all the cool old people are dying. I know, you said that, I'm like, but Moose's still around, oh damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, since we had a a week off, I got a chance to catch up on the points for Ghost Dad. He had 15 seconds of screen time in this episode. Oh wow, 15 seconds. Yeah, he's gaining on that 16 minutes he had alive. (laughs) One episode at a time. Are we going all the way through? Destiny as well with yeah, this? Yeah, I'm going to cap it at seed. I'm going to count seed and destiny differently, but if he has more total combined time, I'm counting it. <laughs> All right. I just wasn't sure how that... How what if he has more is. total combined time just in destiny? Oh, yeah. Th- that's what. I, that's my real theory. I don't think it's going to be a problem, but if like I need to throw on the seed time, then I will. Okay. To prove my science. See, I'm very good at science, as you can tell. <laughs> that's how that works, right? Yeah. So, Tyler, what's your high point of this episode? Oh, Wow. Oh, wow. Um, It's mostly high points. I know. Ah, man, there's so much good stuff. I really just like the the mutiny on the, I can't even... Eternal? The the Eternal. Yes, the Eternal. I wanted to call it the Victorious for some reason. No, that's that's an entirely different ship in an entirely different series. I don't know which one you're talking about, but Uh, I'm pretty sure the Victorious is out of Star Wars. One of the, there's a Star Destroyer called the Victorious. But, like, the whole coup that they sage on that, and then just, like, all of a sudden Walt felt. So, I don't know. That, that was pretty cool. I really liked it. They could that easily have ch- called this uh, episode, All of a Sudden Walt Felt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would spoil it. Zach, what's your high point? The saving of Athrun by DaCosta. So good. Because you, shot it, one of, you took out one of our own guys cause, there. Because it has that, you know, Athrun goes all badass ninja man, and then DaCosta is just bailing him out. It's like, you took out one of our guys. So mine's cheating a little bit because she's in it for the rest of the series, but Lacus got her good outfit. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty good. I mean, like you said, she's in it for the rest of the series, yeah. so... Uh, so, much harder, I think, low points. Do you have one in mind, Tyler? Yeah, I did, actually, and I now can't remember what it was. I guess Athrun getting injured again is pretty low. I had one... Imp- oh. No, that's not even a low point. It was just sad. I was thinking of Lacus's dad's death. Yeah, he just I- gets gunned down. I really like her, like, confiding in Kira at the end. Like, she's been putting up a, like, front this entire time. And, and Kira's the one tough. person that he that she doesn't really have to be tough around. Yeah, I really like that. And more so in a moment that's coming that reflects that. But I really like this bit. Because Lacus is sometimes accused of being a Mary Sue. And while I kind of get that, this is a moment of weakness for her. And I like that she... It makes her feel more like a human. 
when to so the be, problem is, she's, she's a performer and so she's good at performing to be entirely fair i can buy that because kira is a gary stew so yeah. that's entirely makes so th- sense they're a good couple <laughs> zach what's your high, low point uh i actually don't know it's hard well it's it's, it's good difficult episode. in this episode and it's been separated for oh. a, by a week so a bonus high point around the crusade what lacus klein's still the eternal with Athern on board, <laughs> this is highly amusing. Yeah, more, that's pretty good. Patrick Zala, show me more of this grand show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, uh, anyway. I, might have, I might have been able to come up with one last week. Better if it would have been last week. I, I think it might just be the reuse of Kira's overpowered, boring. Yeah, I was going to say the stock footage as mine in general. Like that gin stock footage, we haven't seen it in a long time. But so it doesn't feel quite as bad as stock footage because we haven't seen it in a while. But it is stock. I know you like Kira's o- OP blaster like attack, but attack. I don't. I I really don't. Uh, my light point, which might secretly also be a high point, is that those two dudes that are just standing out there, <laughs> really like, oh, that was fast when it went by us. I love those guys. <laughs> I hope they never die. I hope they're just around all the time look, to just comment look, on things being in fast. destiny. Something will be fast. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like one of those instances. I kind of like that idea. They're, they're of, basically 21 and 24 from the Venture Brothers, right? <laughs> I have no idea what those oh, are. They're the they're the monarch smart henchmen in air quotes that just like don't do their job so they don't get murdered by Brock Samson. <laughs> but until like, 24 dies in the season four finale because they're hiding in the Venture Mobile and he puts on the seatbelt while they're just hiding in there. And it's an old car. So the seatbelt gets stuck and he can't get out. And so that ends with a, why would you put on your seatbelt? Why? <laughs> While well, he's in the flaming wreckage. It's very good. I need to catch up on Venture that, Brothers. I, I like that kind of thing where it's like, these guys are just the unfortunate people who happen to always be on guard duty whenever something like that happens. Yeah. How why did you stop them? How exactly are we supposed to? Our gins don't have nearly that much time. Do they speed. ever get busted ranks for that? I wonder. Well, like, I don't know why they would since they, there's literally no way they could have caught the freedom. Yeah, they someone supposed, has to get punished for that. They though. weren't supposed to catch the justice. And what are they going to do against the Eternal? It is two gins. <laughs> Fair enough. The Eternals get all those missiles. Uh, Although I do really like the don't aim at the cockpits. I uh, uh, all right, and then he immediately just <laughs> fires the main cannon three times. <laughs> you killed the pilots. I wasn't aiming at the cockpits. It's not my fault. Our main gun is a main gun. Yeah, the 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 beam it fires is larger than a mobile suit. I don't know what you want. <laughs> All right, any final thoughts on this episode? Like I said, it's one of my favorites. It's just very fun while still having a lot of action to it. It's got a good beginning, middle, and end. It's Gundam Seed really likes to build tension in one episode and release it in the next, but this episode does it's it all on its own. And now we have most of the main characters all together ready to march towards the finale. It is a very good episode. Now, I'd like this is the shits coming together moment I've been kind of waiting for for the past several episodes, so... I'm glad it finally came together. This it's, is the episode satisfying. Gundam Seed Destiny is missing, to be frank. I think the thing that Gundam Seed Destiny is missing is too many goddamn clip episodes. Well, okay, that too. Wait, it's missing too many clip episodes? Should we add more clip episodes, Zach? God, no. <laughs> Sirius is already like half clip episode. All right, so that will just about do it for episode 40 slash 42, Lacus Strikes. Join us next week for What Stands in the Way, which, like I said, sort of kicks off not really the march into the end game, but this very long battle sequence right before it that has a lot of reveals in it. Some of them are cool. Some of them. We're going to find out who Rale Crusade is. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not next episode, but. You know, during that arc, the mini arc, the battle arc. Yay. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, there'll be cool stuff. We'll have Diarkin, uh Moo as buddy cops, like I said, and that's great. Yes, that actually is. So yeah, join us next time. Bye!
This has been a Last Podcast production, copyright 2019. All right, but this isn't a Batman cut. This isn't a Batman cut. This isn't a Batman cut. Why can I not say the word <laughs> podcast? <laughs> you keep wanting to use a C. For I, I, I'm about to say this isn't a Batman cuss. And I'm like, that's not even a thing, Jeremy. Quick, Robin, listen to the Batcast. And I think our computer just died. Probably. Shit. Please avoid hitting the cockpits with our fucking missiles, I guess. So we just had some technical problems. A bunch of triangles jumped us. <laughs> Yes, uh, triangles attacked and stole Tyler's power cord. I was going to make a joke about how, like, you got a diagram. Is your mic on? No, apparently. We have suffered another. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>